Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Nowhere. Today, we're talking about Vaucluse with Michael Pallia from Sotheby's. Thanks for joining us, Michael. Hello, Louis. Great to speak. Thanks very much for having me on today. I appreciate your time very much. So I thought I'd start with the best in Vaucluse and just get your insights. Um, I think to start off, just a little bit about yourself and how long you've been working in the area for. Yeah, thanks, Louis. So I've been working as a real estate agent in the Vaucluse Eastern Suburbs area for the last 25 years. And for 14 years before that, I worked as a motor mechanic and car sales Rolls Royce and Mercedes Benz, and I worked in the same area there. So if you combine uh, the two, it's nearly 40 years of being in this area, working and um, selling cars and selling houses and repairing cars. Yeah, wow. And I could imagine being in that industry, dealing with those kinds of people, you built some good relationships there, which transferred to your new job. Yeah, it's actually 100% right. I still deal with quite, I was dealing with a client this morning, as a matter of fact, that I used to service his Bentley when I was a mechanic. And then I, then he bought a Bentley from me when I went to sales at Bentley. And then I've done numerous property transactions with him right up until this day. Um, and that's been nearly 40 years been working with that same client. So yeah, it's wow. like a client for life. And you become, you get a great friendship and almost like family, you really get to know each other very well. And it's a wonderful experience, wonderful relationship. That's why it's so good being a real estate agent in this area and staying in the one area because you just build up so many people, you know, I just bumped into a gentleman five minutes before this interview. He'd just parked his car across the road from me. I hadn't seen him for 10 years and I was thinking of him last week and I just ran over and I said hi to him. And I said, how are you? And I said, I said, I, I, I said, I know this is a ridiculous question, but is your mother still alive? He said, yes, she is. She's 111 years old. And wow. that was five minutes ago. That's a lady. I haven't seen them for 10 years. And she's in a retirement home in Rose Bay. She's the second oldest person in Australia, apparently, right now. And she's 111 years old. So seeing people like that, talking to people, it's just wonderful every day, you know? Yeah, that is amazing. And it just shows how important relationships is in this industry. Yeah, well, it's all, it's, so a doctor said to me recently, he said, we're all in the same industry. And I said, how does that work, doctor? Because you're an eye doctor and I'm a real estate agent. And he said, we're in the people business. We're all in the people business. So this job's all about just getting on well with people and them having the faith in you that you'll do the right thing by them and work as hard as you can to get them the best result. And if you do that, you never have to prospect. You never have to make cold calls, knock on doors, anything. The phone will just keep ringing and people will just keep on calling you to sell their houses. And it just gets better and better as time goes on. You're only exactly. as good as your next sale. You're not as good. Your last sales mean nothing. You're only as good as your next sale. You have to make sure the next sale is better than the last sale, you know? If you can keep doing yeah. that, keep lifting the bar. And essentially what you're saying is all your good clients that you've worked for, they're, they're your number one prospectors. Yeah, they just come back to you. And after a while, you don't, sometimes you don't want more clients because you, you have enough <laughs> on the go so you just yeah it's very consistent and obviously the eastern suburbs of sydney and borkloos in particular are fantastic locations and every time you sell a house there you get good interest in and they usually get good money yeah awesome and i guess a little insight to the i guess demographic what is the type of demographic in the borkloos area in terms of yeah, people so is known generally not many apartments in borkloos it's mainly family homes and they're normally on big blocks of land so Vaucluse is a coastal area. So you're either, it goes all the way from the ocean, the Pacific Ocean, 
through right across, that's on the east of Vaucluse, right across to the west of Vaucluse onto the harbour. So it's a coastal um, suburb. For example, Bellevue Hill, which is close by, is not a coastal suburb. It's not fronting water. So a lot of the attraction for people in Vaucluse are the large blocks of land and the activities that they can do on the water and the views that they get from their houses. So they're generally families that buy those houses. I find when people have children that are late teenagers, they often want to leave Walkloos and head off to Paddington or Potts Point and places like that because they want to be near the clubs and the bars and things like that. But the people that generally live there, either the kids have grown up and they still have the old family home or they've got a younger family. They want to be near the private schools that are near there and they want space for the children to run around and also for them to be able to go and enjoy the water activities, either have a boat or do, you know, take their dog down to the beach or go and swim in Nielsen Park there. That's what they look for. It's a pretty much an idyllic lifestyle. Yeah, great for young families then. Yeah, that's right. And I'm wonderful that person. When you say large blocks, what would say the, the average block size be for an, a house? Uh, in I would say the average block in Vaucluse is somewhere between six and 700 square metres. I mean, some of them are way over that. Some of them are two and a half, three, 3,000 square metres, a, a few of them. Some of them are 1,000 square metres. And then some of the smaller blocks are only, you know, just under 500 or around 500 square metres. But in general, I'd say the average is between six and 700 square metres for that area. Okay. And what would you say the median house price is? Uh, in Vaucluse, I haven't looked it up recently, but I would think it's probably seven million, seven to eight million dollars, the average price there. So some would be lower, and a lot of them would be higher. So yeah. to buy a really nice house in Vaucluse now, you're looking at probably ten million or more to buy something very nice. So yeah, it's a wow. pretty with, high with the price, views. Yeah, with a view, yeah, or a big block of land. If you, you're paying around $10,000 a square metre for land there with a decent property on it, so if you're buying 1,000 square metres with an old house on it, you're paying around 10, 000, uh, $10 million. And if yeah. you're going for the views of the Harbour Bridge and Opera House, that could double, that could be 20000 If you go onto the waterfront, it could be thirty dollars to $40,000 a square metre. There's only and a few of those waterfronts. Do you know what the suburb record is? Yes, it's $70 million. 70 million. Wow. Yeah, seven, seven zero. Yeah. That's the 3000 square meter house that sold about, that would be about five years ago now, five, six years ago. Very what was the address of that one? Uh, that is in Wentworth Road, Vaucluse. It's number 40, I think it is, 40 Wentworth Road, Vaucluse. It goes all the way through to, um, to Vaucluse Road from Wentworth Road. Okay. But imagine that was a, a big mansion. <laughs> huge house the house was about 3,000 square meters internal it was over four levels it had two lifts two kitchens um, it had two two bedroom guest apartments as part of the property 19 car garage you name it wow. did had it a big swimming pool it was magnificent it was already just recently redone at that time you'd think you'd think it would be amazing for 70 million dollars <laughs> yeah it's certainly a lot of money but that house today is probably worth 100 million dollars it's probably gone up to about 100 million now Wow. Um, you mentioned, obviously, good for young families with the schools, like private schools in the area. Which are the private schools that are in the area? Yeah, so you've got the girls' schools. So you've got King Koppel School in um, Rose Bay and Kambala. And then the boys' schools are in Bellevue Hill, which is not very far from there. And that's uh, Scott's College and Cranbrook. So they're the main schools. And then you've got Redham College, which is in Edgecliff. It's not too far from there. 
uh, Mariah College, which is in Queen's Park. And then you've got Sydney Grammar, which is um, in Rushcutters Bay and also in the city. So they're the main schools. Lots to choose from. Yeah, there are a lot. And also you've got a very good ferry service. It takes you from uh, Watson's Bay, which is the next suburb out from Vaucluse. So you can get the ferry there and you can go into the centre of the CBD in 20 minutes in the morning. So a lot of people walk from Vaucluse over to Watson's Bay or they catch a bus or they leave their car. You can leave your car there all day with no restriction on parking. At the train sta- at the ferry station, and you can catch the ferry, or you can catch the bus, which will take you into either Bondi Junction or back into Martin Place in the city. And the bus route takes all the way around Vaucluse, so it's pretty good from a transport point of view. Awesome, very easy access. Then it sounds. Yes. What would you What would you say the top three performing streets are in Vaucluse? Uh, Wentworth Road, Vaucluse holds the record. It's the. Then you've got. The second one is in the Crescent Vaucluse, which is 65 million. And that is a great street. It's a waterfront street. We're in fact selling a property there at the moment, number eight Vaucluse Road. Oh, sorry, number number eight, the Crescent. And that property is on a reserve fronting Parsley Bay Reserve where you can swim out the front and you've got a um, shark net there and a beach. And that house is around 25 million. And they go from in that street from about 10 million up to say 65 million in that street. So that would be probably the second street. And then you've got Carrara Road. We're selling a double block of land there in Carrara Road. And that's over $80 million for two blocks combined. And that's a reserve waterfront facing the Harbour Bridge. So they would be. I'd say, oh, Coolong Road's also a terrific street. That's another one. That's a waterfront street where the prices, there just hasn't been one of the big houses sold there recently, but that's a street where there are houses that are worth over $100 million in that street. That's Coolong wow. Road. So you've got Wentworth Road, Coolong Road, Carrara Road, and the Crescent. They're really top streets. And then you've got smaller streets like Wharf Road. Anything that goes near the water, that's going down to the water, if you can get that and you can get an iconic view of the Harbour Bridge and Opera House, you hit the jackpot and that you pay accordingly. Of course. And would you say because of that reason and because there isn't so many of them around, that, it, that is why the prices are what they are? Yeah, absolutely. Supply and demand. You've also got Vaucluse Road, which is another great street. That's a road that winds down and it goes, the houses that face um, the city there in Vaucluse Road, they bring a lot of money too. They're and you, no, you've got the National walk, national Park Walk there as well, haven't you? That's right. Where Vaucluse Road becomes Wentworth Road. They join up to each other. And yeah. that's where the National Park is. And you've got the um, uh, the swimming, you know, the area where you can swim and the beach and all that kind of things there. Mm. And what do you see for the future of Vaucluse? I see it remaining very strong. In fact, with COVID, the prices have really jumped there because you've got space there. So a lot of people don't want to be so close to the city and they're prepared to move out towards Vaucluse and Watson's Bay. But And that new ferry service, it makes it very fast to get into the city, just makes it more desirable. I think Vaucluse prices will hold up very well there because every year you see in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, it's just a narrow peninsula that goes out to Watson's Bay, which is the point of the peninsula. And you've only got a small number of houses in that whole peninsula. And Vaucluse is probably the biggest suburb, I think, in all of the suburbs, in the eastern suburbs. And what's happening is in other suburbs, every year they're knocking over houses and they're building more apartments in places like Rose Bay. So Mm -hmm. 
the more houses that get knocked over, the more desirable the houses in Vaucluse will become because the scarcity factor. And that will put, keep pressure on the prices. And I think as um, Australia opens up, as it's starting to now, and we get immigration coming back, and you've got a lot of expats coming back from overseas who are just tired of being in Hong Kong and Singapore and New York and London where the virus is rampant, they want space. I just see Vaucluse as continuing to hold its ground and the prices will be very stable, if not stronger than where they are now. Yeah, awesome. Well, that's a great insight. And I guess the the last question I have for you, obviously there's no doubt Eastern Suburbs is a very competitive market and a lot of buyers struggle all the time. So what would be your biggest tip to a buyer that is struggling in the marketplace that we're in at the moment? I would say get a good buyer's agent because the buyer's agent has the local knowledge and they know how to get the deal done. Like they will come in and do all the due diligence, get the contract signed for them. A lot of people that buy these houses are not experienced. You know, they might be doctors, lawyers, dentists, uh, stockbrokers, all sorts, bankers, all sorts of industries, and they're just not experienced at buying houses. So, you know, I'm selling a property for a judge at the moment and she said to me on Saturday, she said, one thing I've learned as a judge is if you're going to make a big decision, you get an expert to help you with it and you follow the expert's advice. So I would get a good buyer's agent to help me and I'd say, go into battle, be brave. And if we've got to pay a bit more to get it, it's a good location and I can afford it, just go for it. Because some of these houses, you'll never get the opportunity to get them again. So once in a lifetime, they come up and you have to just try and beat your competition to get it. And a good buyer's agent will be able to help them to do that. Yeah, awesome. I think that's some great advice there, mate. And I think you've shared some really good golden nuggets for people out there that will get some value from this. So I appreciate your time, mate. And I wish you all the best for the rest of the year. Wonderful. You too. Thanks so much. Thank you for your time.